Hello. And welcome back to the Alphology 2 podcast. How's it going? Hope you're doing well. Still practicing the relevant social distancing measures. Uh, as you can tell, I still haven't recovered from my bout of sinusitis. I'm still blocked up as anything. I still can't breathe. And as a result, it's affecting my talking. So I am sorry about that. But you'll just have to put up with it. Like I'm having to put up with it. It's a fucking nightmare. But, you know, that's life, isn't it? Uh, hello to new listeners, of which there are some. Um, you're probably getting bored of me hearing this if you listen to this a lot. But yeah, I'll keep saying it. There's no particular order in which you need to listen to this podcast, so you can go right back to the start and listen from there. There's like 53 episodes or something. And it, it's like non-chronological. It's not sequential. It doesn't. None of the episodes link to each other. So just listen from wherever you want. You can listen from here backwards. You can listen from here onwards. You can listen from the start. In any order which you so wish, you can go through and look at the titles and see which ones appeal to you because they're all wildly different because of the nature of what this podcast is about, which is sort of like odd and bizarre ideas. It, you know, it, it does vary from week to week. Anyway, this week we're going to be talking about uh, living forever and how to to achieve that, how to achieve the art of not being able to die. And there's a quote about it, which I like to live by. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> I, I can't remember what it is. I can't remember who said it. The quote is, is I fully intend to live forever. So far, so good. Huh. It's funny because I'm not dead yet. I like that one. It's, it's, it's an entertaining quote. It might be like Mark Twain or something. Who said that? I don't know. I don't know who said it, but props to whoever did say it because it's a good quote. Uh, because, you know, everyone sort of wants to live forever, don't they? To a degree, people do sort of want to survive for as long as they possibly can. Everybody wants to see the next sunrise, including me. Dying is scary. Although I, I once ran a Twitter poll on, on my personal Twitter, and like half of people aren't scared of dying. You're not scared of being dead, of not existing at all. It's so fucking, it's so scary. How could you not be scared of that? Mental, absolutely mental. But it, yeah, for the most people, or for at least half of people, dying is scary. Not so much the art, the, the act of dying itself, not like, not actually passing away, but being dead. You know, the the idea of not being in existence at all is it, pretty, it's pretty uncomfortable. I, I wouldn't say I'm entirely comfortable with it. So we, we're going to talk this week about how you can sort of avoid that. And my ideas and some other existing ideas as to how you can avoid death and live forever. Uh, so is it avoidable? Uh, no, it's not. So yeah, that, that sort of does kill the, the, the theme of the podcast straight away. No, you can't live forever. It, it's not possible. Eventually the universe will experience heat death where all the individual particles are broken up into their own individual entities. So... You know, you probably won't survive that. It's very unlikely. Even if you could live forever till that point, you know, you would eventually be broken apart by the acceleration of of particles away from each other. The big, the big freeze. I think it's known as. Anyway, that's a bit. That's very depressing. The, the heat death of the universe is really, really like really depressing. So let's move on. So here are some theories that other people have made as to how you can live forever. So here's some theories as to how you can live forever. The first one. I don't really understand. <laughs> Just looking it up before before this podcast, looking up some some cool ways to, to live forever, and 
I genuinely don't understand this one. I think I've got a handle on it, like a little bit, but I, I think I'd need someone to explain it to me rather than reading about it. I'd need a person with words to, to, to tell me what it is, but it, it's quantum suicide. So it's like quantum mechanics has this thing where sort of stuff happens and then it doesn't happen at the same time. So quantum physics is all about like possibilities. It's about whether something did happen or didn't happen. And if it hasn't happened yet, then sort of both of those things have happened, if that makes sense. So until something actually happens, both of those possibilities are, are, are true. There's this theory that that means that for every possibility that there is, there's an entirely different universe for that possibility. So it can be whatever, it can be like whether one particle moves one way or the other, or it can be whether you decide to eat an apple or an orange. So there's one universe where you eat an apple and there's another one where you eat an orange. That's 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 the theory, right? Uh, so the idea behind quantum suicide is that you, you kill yourself in this universe. Or, or I, no, I don't think it is you, you kill yourself. You, you get something which is like dependent on a 50-50 chance to to kill you. So let's use the example of apples and oranges. You get a gun which is linked to like your Alexa and the gun points at your head and you ask somebody whether they'd like an apple or an orange. There's a 50-50 chance. And if they say orange, the gun fires and, and, and kills you. But because there's an infinite number of universes with all the different possibilities, there are going to be loads of universes where they choose Apple and you, and you don't die. <laughs> and basically, that, that's that cycle of you not dying, you can just repeat that over and over again. So you can do several experiments where it's one thing or the other, and there'll be at least one universe where you you never die. There'll be this one universe where it always goes your way. So you can live forever by setting up these these permanent sort of like quantum possibilities and it will always be in your favour in one universe because that's just the way it works. That's, that's the, how luck would have it in that particular universe. So you live forever because nothing ever kills you. Um, wouldn't recommend it because you still die in the majority of the universes. So uh, yeah, it's probably not worth it probably not worth it but theoretically it's possible and also you are relying quite heavily on the existence of the many worlds theory which you know might be bollocks you don't know do you so uh, yeah i wouldn't count on it i'd count on, an, on another one like you know become a jellyfish um i don't know if this is true i didn't i didn't look it up i didn't research this any further than i needed to but apparently jellyfish are so basic in their DNA or their genetic makeup that they can't die unless something kills them. So that like, their DNA doesn't age like our DNA ages, which is what happened with Dolly the sheep. I don't know if you remember Dolly the sheep. She was a a sheep, <laughs> obviously called Dolly, and she was a clone of another sheep. She died really quickly, and it, the reason being is that they cloned her from an old sheep. So that sheep had old, she had old DNA to begin with. So all the things that start to happen to you when you get old, I, I don't know, blood pressure, arthritis, all that sort of stuff, it happened to the sheep because she was old at birth. But that doesn't happen to jellyfish. Their DNA doesn't age. 
Genuinely, this this could also be bollocks. I don't know if this is true. So if you were to become a jellyfish, theoretically, you could live forever. If only jellyfish were here, so if there were no predators or things that could kill them, like the first jellyfish would still be here, still alive. So that's one way. Or maybe don't become a jellyfish, but get like a, a DNA transplant of a jellyfish into you and get that thing where you don't age. That would be cool. You could download your your brain into a computer, like Ross says in Friends. You you live forever as a machine. But I, I so basically, what happens is, is your brain gets into the computer, and then sort of your consciousness that exists in this computer, and you you can die. You, you will live on with all your memories and and experiences still intact in this computer, right? But does that work? I don't think it does work because when you die, you still die just because there's a copy of you, like. If you were to download yourself into a computer, you'd have, I guess you'd have to kill yourself like straight away as soon as you've done it for that to work. Because otherwise, you've got the computer existing and you existing simultaneously, having different experiences. And then at what point does that just become two different people? I don't know. I don't think it works. I don't think you can live forever as a machine. It, it, it can't happen. But it's, it's an idea. Like you could invent a forever life drug, you know, get the injection that makes you live forever i don't know what, what that would look like i'm sure it's been theorized about in like science fiction that there's a drug and you take it and you, you could never die like the fountain of youth sort of thing and if you had that you could live forever which would be awesome um but i actually think that that should be banned if that does come about if forever life technology does come around it shouldn't be allowed people shouldn't be able to have it some people would would gain this power and other people wouldn't have it and that would be unfair there is, however, an exception, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but maybe I haven't, so I'm going to say it now. If forever life technology is invented, it should only be given to dogs and other household pets. So what I mean by that is that, basically, if you have a dog, you know, I had a dog until recently, she died, it was sad, right? I've had her since I was 10, 9, I don't know, since I was 9, 25 now, and I... Would have liked to have that dog for the entirety of my life. You know, that would have been nice. You had to live with that dog till I die, or at least until I'm old. It's sad that dog only last for sort of 10, 15 years, because that's not long enough, is it? You know, you want you want your dog to be around for ages. So if you could invent like forever life technology, or or at least life lengthening technology, this should only be given to dogs and other household pets, so you could keep your pet throughout the entirety of your life. Have a proper family dog, you know? That would, that would be cool. I think that would be a good thing to do. Uh, final sort of suggestion that I've managed to come up with of the existing ways to to live forever is, is is to die, but then to go to heaven or hell to have the afterlife experience. Um, the the biggest problem with heaven and hell and, and purgatory uh, in terms of uh, an afterlife and living forever sort of thing is that they don't exist and they, like they don't obviously they the, when you die um, it's like it's pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's that it, like, you don't go anywhere you're just dead and if you really believe that you do go somewhere else you know you, you, that might be off based off your different experiences and stuff but i think so many people who believe that sort of don't really believe it and they're just lying to themselves it just makes them feel better and that's not the case with everybody but i think if you really look at yourself if you believe that really think about it 
that you're honest with yourself, the majority of people would probably accept that that is the case. Also, people can't talk to the dead people. It can't happen. It, it that people can't talk. Dead people are dead. You can't talk to them. If dead, if people could talk to dead people, if psychics were real, why don't they talk to people who were murdered and get them to tell us who murdered them? Help the police out rather than making money off it. Stupid, stupid. Cut me down. So, anyway, if you can't live forever, which you can't, as I've just demonstrated, if you can't live forever, what can you do instead? What's the alternative? Well, the alternative is to sort of make the best life that you can, which honestly is a bit fucking lame thing to say, isn't it, really? Yeah, some people think that the best life is getting a good family. Some people think it's getting pissed every night. Some people think it's earning lots of money. And it's the one that's about earning lots of money, which I, I would take umbrage with. I think people who earn money sort of think that, I don't know, I think there's just some sort of like really deep level of making loads of money where people sort of think it's, it's going to solve the problem of the fact that they're going to die. Like money, no matter how much of it you have, you, it can't prevent the passage of time. Time goes on anyway. Um, you're going to die anyway. It doesn't matter how much money you have, which is which is why time is pretty cool. It's a, it's a great leveler, you know. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or you're poor or you're powerful or you're not. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, straight, or gay. It doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. It doesn't matter who you are. It goes by anyway. We're trapped in time. There's nothing you can do about it. Time just goes on relentlessly. It's a never-ending march towards the end, right? And there's nothing you can do about it. It doesn't matter how much money you have. I guess that like a quite cool sort of equivalence with that has been this whole COVID-19 thing. It doesn't matter if you're Bill Gates or if you're me or if you're, I don't know, Judy Dench. It doesn't matter who you are. You can't go out. You have to... Yeah, it's a virus. It doesn't discriminate against against people, which is sort of great. It's a great leveler. It's fair. It's also very unfair in a lot of ways. If, you, if, you, if you're unlucky and you get it and you die, that's super unfair. But really, everyone is affected by it. No one can escape. It's the same with time. Time and COVID-19, quite similar in those ways. And I think that's... It's quite cool, but it's also quite, quite depressing if you're on the wrong end of it. So, if you can't live the best life and you can't sort of live forever then you can sort of try and live longer i guess you can try and make your life go on for longer than it it was going to before and you can do that like you can eat well you know you can be nice to your wife so she doesn't kill you you can not take up smoking and you don't have any bad habits but honestly you could still just just as well get hit by a bus doesn't matter how well you've eaten or how nice you were to your wife or whether you smoked or not that bus could still hit you it was still set in stone that that was going to happen. You still die at the age of 37 anyway. So you, you, you do all these these things to try and make your life longer, and then you get hit by a bus, and it fucking ruins it all anyway. Like, Lawrence of Arabia, he was the guy in the First World War who, who was in Morocco or Egypt or something. I, I don't know where he was. He was he led the, the, the Arab revolt. And he went through the whole war, surviving, doing all this dangerous stuff, and then he came home, and he was killed in a motorbike accident. <laughs> you know, he he did all these things to, to survive, all these great heroics, and he fell off his motorbike at home and he died. 
I think. He might have, maybe he swerved to avoid a motorbike in his car. I don't know. But he died, he died in a road accident. What fucking rough luck is that? And that sort of proves the point. That it doesn't matter what you do to live longer, you still might not. So, what can you do? If you can't live longer, if you can't live forever, and you can't prevent the passage of time, what can you do? Well, my theory is that the, the best way to sort of live forever or to, to get to get more life out of your life is to get more time out of your time. So you, saving time means extra life because think time that you, you would have otherwise wasted, you can put to good use and you can live forever. Pretty solid idea, right? So you could try things like never sleeping. You know, if you do the sums on sleep, if someone lives to their 75 and they sleep an average of eight hours a night, they're going to be asleep for 25 years of their life. That's a lot of time wasted. If you never sleep throughout their entire life, your life is lengthened, not actually lengthened, but the, the amount of time you get out of that time, it, it being conscious and involved in it, it's 25 years extra. The problem is, is that it's not possible to never sleep. You have to. I've, <laughs> I've done three days without sleeping once, and you start to hallucinate. You start to dream in front of your own eyes. Your people start a sentence and you sort of finish it in your own head with your own little dream version of what what they were talking about. It can't be done. That was three days. 75 years. You know, you, obviously, you'd be dead. Obviously, it would kill you. So, yeah, it's not effective. You could try never working, but that's stupid as well because if you never work, you could never sort of get any prosperity for yourself. So, ultimately, yeah, you have more time, but you don't have a life, so fucking ruins it anyway. So that sucks. So you have to sort of save time within the time that you already have. That's the idea. So spend less time doing shit stuff and more time doing good stuff. So this is really the point of the podcast. <laughs> this was the original idea that I came up with now, and the rest of it's sort of all just fallen out of it, which is <laughs> we're now going to go through the Alphology 2 guide to life hacks and saving time. That was the original idea for the podcast. That's what I've been thinking about this week. And all that sort of stuff has just sort of run into the whole living forever thing. I don't know how that happened, but it did. Uh, and I'll tell you how I came up with this whole let's do an Alphology 2 life hacks thing and Alphology 2 time saving thing. Is this week I've changed my life. I, I've gained so much extra time this week, which will save me for the rest of my life. And that is that since I was about 18, as a teenager, I didn't sleep a lot, not at all. Um, had some issues with insomnia for a number of reasons. But sort of as an adult, maybe since I was about 19 actually, I've slept fine mostly. And something that I now do, and ever since then, ever since I've been going to bed at a normal time, is I've run a glass of water, put the glass of water next to my bed, gone to sleep, slept through the night, woken up in the morning, not drunk the water. Obviously the water's then been there for a while, it's got dust in it, it's got whatever in it, it's, it's no longer fresh. So I pour it away. Right, do that. I do that every single night. I've done that every single night for the last six years. How many times do I drink it? Probably, I don't know, probably one in it. Once a month would I actually drink the water? So it's 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 a stupid waste of time. <laughs> every day I, I fill up a glass of water and I never, ever, 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 ever drink it. So, but this week I've solved that problem of having to pour a new glass of water every day. And you're going to think I'm an idiot that it took me six years to, to, to figure this out. But I've never really thought about it. It's never really been a thing which has really annoyed me. I'm like, oh yeah, but I'll make a glass of water before bed. That's just part of my ritual. But now, 
You don't need to. Because I bought some bottled water. And now I have a bottle of water next to my bed, which is there all the time until I drink it. And then I'll just replace it with another bottle of water. That is fucking genius. Isn't it? Yeah, I've, I have solved that problem. <laughs> you know, it's brilliant. And you might be thinking, well, that's not a very environmentally friendly solution, Alfie. You, you put in a plastic bottle of water next to your bed, you know, that's, that's an extra sort of 12 plastic bottles a year that are going to be damaging the environment, polluting our rivers and such. Well, I bought some fancy water in a glass bottle. I, bought, I got 12 bottles of of premium water in a glass bottle so I can recycle those those bottles and it won't have such a detrimental effect on the environment. So... Fuck you, if you've been saying that. In fact, it's fucking great water, though, guys. It's absolutely insane. It's called Antipodes. They're not a sponsor of the podcast. This is just me telling you how great it is. Antipodes, water. It's like Antipodean, like like Southern Hemisphere, Australasia sort of area. That's that's another word for Antipodean. And Antipodes water, it's sparkling water. And it's honestly changed my life. Like It's supposed to be like the purest water in the world or something. I don't know if that's even true. But it's like only got like lightly sparkling. It's only got like a few bubbles. So it's not overwhelming sparkling water. And it's so good. I've been, I've been drinking loads of it. It is very expensive, mind. You know, you got to be prepared to pay. But it's changed my life. And I've al- I've always hated sparkling water. Yeah, you know, I just I just never liked it. But this, this is different stuff, man. Sparkling water, I reckon, sort of like, whether you do or you don't drink sparkling water is like... Um, it, it's, it's a good way to display what kind of evil person you are. So like an evil mastermind, like a Bond villain, like Putin, yeah, he's like a Bond villain, isn't he? Or Rupert Murdoch, yeah, that sort of bo- that sort of villain, that sort of evil person, they drink sparkling water. That's the evil that sparkling water would create. People who don't drink sparkling water They'd be like the sort of evil person who shoots up a bank or, I don't know, murders their dog with a hammer. You know, no one who's ever murdered their dog with a hammer has drank sparkling water. (laughs) It's just that those two things don't go together. And by that same token, every single evil genius, like evil overlord, who schemes on how to, to do evil doings, they do drink sparkling water. There's a weird sort of divide there's like a class divide within evil which is split amongst sparkling water drinkers and non-sparkling water drinkers i don't know if that made sense but i hope it did because i reckon i've got a point there but if it makes sense then we'll move on so another great life hack which i've always known but it turns out that nobody else knows and whenever i tell people about it or whenever i do it in front of them you can see people's mind like collapsing on itself and what it is is it's when I when I have a jumper or a sweater or a t-shirt, you know, some sort of overbody garment, right? And it's inside out. You might be thinking, that's not a big problem. You just turn it the right way out and then you put it on. No, 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 no. That's foolish. That's a waste of time. You lose valuable seconds out of your life if you do that. So what you do is you put your head in through the head hole. If it's inside out, you put your head in through the head hole and you pull it over and you put your arms through the arms holes. 
You just put it on upside down, and then it's the right way out again. It's genius, right? Everybody spends this time. They do this weird thing where they have the jumper in both hands, and they're sort of like, like you, you can't see what I'm doing. But there's no point in me showing you, is there? Fuck's sake! You, you sort of have to pull all the arms out. You have to twist it inside out and do all this weird stuff. No, just put your head in through the head hole, and then pull it over yourself, and put your arms through. It's genius, right? I thought everyone knew how to do this because my mum showed me when I was, I don't know, four, that this is what you do. And I just thought everyone knew that. It's just like a thing that people people knew. But whenever people do it, people see me do it, they go like, what the fuck did you just do? Like, just put an inside-out jumper on the correct way. Genius. And that that few seconds that it takes you to put your, your jumper on, to, to, to turn it the right way before putting it on, it's a few seconds lost. And over the course of a lifetime, if... If, say, twice a week you have to put on a garment which is already inside out, yeah, that's sort of, you're probably losing about 20 seconds a week, which, what's that over a year? I don't know, like a thousand seconds a year, which is like 17 minutes or something, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know, like 18 minutes, I don't know, I don't know how long it is. 18 minutes a year, over 10 years, like three hours over a lifetime it's like a day you lose a day of your life a whole day turning jumpers out the right way when you could just put it on properly put your head in through the head hole it's fucking like it's fucking madness I, I, i've just made if you adopt that and tell your kids i just made if you tell your kids on how to do that i've made their lives a day longer i've given them a day of life it doesn't seem like a lot but if you knew that you were going to die today and someone offered you an extra day till tomorrow, you'd fucking snap their hand off, wouldn't you? So, you're welcome. <laughs> the next one, everyone knows this one. Almost no point in me mentioning it. Um, go for a shit at work. Right, don't go for a shit before you go to work. Once you get to work, go for a shit. Double whammy, this, because you're going to be at work anyway. So, you're not... You're not Use a cup any time that you wanted. But also, you're getting paid to do it. You're getting paid to take a shit, where otherwise you wouldn't be getting paid to take a shit, and it would be using up your own personal time. Genius, right? Over the course of a lifetime, that's fucking many, many hours. Many, and there's an extra ten minutes in bed if you want it. Ten minutes is quite a long shit, isn't it? I don't know. Depends, depends on your bowel movements, I guess. Some people go for like 20 minutes, don't they? Mental. Some people, I don't know, just slides right out. Plot. That was stupid. Let's move on. Move on. Um, this isn't my idea, but I was taught this by somebody. I, I used to have a flatmate, still a friend of mine, and uh, he's a scientist. Knows what he's talking about. He's a smart guy. Whenever we were out drinking together, or, or indeed just hanging out at home, either way, he he would go off for a piss, go, go to the loo, and it, it, like I'd sit there on my phone, like you do if you go for a drink with somebody, and they go for a piss. You know, you get your phone out, and and then like. No sooner have I unlocked my phone, he'd be back. Like, his pisses were like, literally under a minute with him getting up and going for a piss. I think this probably only works for men, I guess. But I asked him, like, how do you manage to go for a piss so quickly? Like, it's, I'm always shocked when you're back. And he says that he has a deliberate idea as to how to piss efficiently. Like, he, he really forces it out, really gets a good stream going when he's having a piss. He really gets that piss out of his bladder. But also, he prepares on his way. You know, he loosens his belt on on his way. 
and would have his trousers undone by the time he reaches the urinal. So instead, and he, and he doesn't like use his phone whilst he stood at a urinal either. So he stands there and has a piss. Like, and, and the only purpose of him being there is to have a piss. He doesn't stand there and do his trousers. He doesn't stand there and look at his phone. He literally just goes and has a piss and then washes his hands as quickly as he can and walks out. And he, he's honestly saved so much time. He gets so much more social hours out of going to the pub because... He doesn't spend so much time having a piss on the toilet. I don't think it works for women. You know, you can't be, as a woman, like, pulling down your tights as you're walking up to the cubicle, can you? It doesn't work. So I think that's only really for men. But, uh, uh, you know, this is for everybody. Piss in the shower. <laughs> People get really gross. It's, it's, a, it's a really, like, uh, controversial issue, isn't it, pissing in the shower? I, I didn't realise, right? But if you, if you piss in the shower, right, you don't have to piss the toilet before you get in the shower and as a result you, you kill two birds with one stone you do one at the same time as the other which gives you extra time less time in the bathroom more time out living your life piss in the shower save, save save some time save more time by having your bed and or other pieces of furniture closer to the door that you most often use if you have your bed closer to the door you get more time in bed less time walking from the door to the bed same with the furniture. You get more time sat on the furniture, less time walking towards it. Easy. Uh, get a dishwasher. Get a dishwasher. Fucking hell. I wish I, I don't have a dishwasher. I wish I had a dishwasher. I wish so bad that I had a dishwasher. I do so much washing up, particularly during this, this lockdown where I can't get takeaway or I couldn't get takeaway until recently. I was cooking three meals a day for me. What a fucking nightmare that is so much washing up it's just just never ending and constant get a dishwasher you just load it and it does it for you it's so quick you save so much time in your life which you you can do very good entertaining fun things with that are not washing dishes which is probably my least favorite chore although you have to be rich to get a dishwasher so this is one example of where money can buy you extra life so what i said earlier about money not buying you more life. This is one example of, of where it can. So so fair enough to money there. And that actually goes back to a different podcast I did called The Aggregation of More Than Marginal Richness. You might have listened to it. It was only about five or six episodes ago. And it's just about how like having a little bit of extra money can like absolutely revolutionize your life and how having a lot of extra money can turn you into a powerful overlord. Basically, that's, that, that was the episode. Moving on, moving on. Um, get a camera. This is another one where money can help you, actually. No, everyone has a camera. Everyone has a phone with a camera. Get a camera and put it next to your toaster and have it on, like, a FaceTime to your laptop. Like a Skype call to your laptop. So, or, or vice versa. So, you can tell when your toaster's popped. You don't have to constantly standing next to the toaster waiting for it to pop. Or waiting, you have an extra pan and wait for your sausages to cook or, or whatever. They should do that. They should put cameras in the ovens so you can see how cooked your dinner is without having to constantly open the oven and therefore let heat out. Genius. Genius. And it saves you so much time. Get a flask. Like a big tea flask or coffee flask. I, I say this because I've recently started drinking out of a flask. Genius idea. I fill the flask with tea before I go to bed. Over the course of the evening, while I'm asleep, the tea cools down in the flask. But because it's it's very insulative, if that's a word, 
it doesn't cool down that much. So by the time I wake up in the morning, I have a cup of like a hot cup of tea, but not too hot, like a perfect drinking temperature cup of tea ready for me when I wake up in the morning every day. It's genius. If you get a flask as well, most flasks hold more than a cup of tea. They hold two cups of tea, but you only have to go through one tea making process. All you have to do, get a flask. You have to make half the cups of tea that you otherwise would if you have a flask. Save so much time, wasting time making tea. Finally, my final little hack to, to get extra time is to do a typing course. I'm not kidding. The ability to type is such a skill. <laughs> I can type pretty fast, but not really fast. Like, I could type at 60 words a minute, which is like touch typing. That's pretty fast. I used to know a girl who could type 120 words a minute, and that was outrageous. Absolutely. She typed a sentence in like a second. It was mental. Absolutely mental. Um, but yeah, ultimately, it, it will save you time because typing something out takes ages. If you, if you type one word a minute, which is ridiculous, obviously people could type more than one word a minute, but for example, one word a minute, I would get that done 60 times faster. So I could, I could spend more time watching TV, doing fun stuff, doing productive things. So I get more life out of my life because you're sat there typing things at length, whereas I've already done it. I'm already off, enjoying a cocktail, living my best life. So that is how you live forever. Or not forever, but for longer. You don't live, actually live for longer because you don't know how long you're going to live. But if you get more time out of your time, you've effectively lived for longer. You've effectively lengthened your life. Spend less time doing dud things and more time doing great things. Then you get more. It's, it's not about the years in your life. It's about the life in your years. That's a quote. And Abraham Lincoln said it. And he was clever. Not clever enough to save his own life, though, was he? Got assassinated. <laughs> anyway, that's 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 enough. Um, yeah, dying scary. So try and live your best life. Uh, but I guess the only thing scarier than dying is living forever. The only thing that is less preferable than not existing at all is existing indefinitely until the end of the universe. That would be literally be fucking awful. So you know, I'd rather die than not in the end just potentially not now um that'll be it thank you very much for listening i enjoyed that that was good i got a good good rhythm going there good got into that got into saying all those things i don't know if it was fun to listen to but i don't really care pay me if you want a good product don't pay me it's pointless what you should do as payment <laughs> is tell friends and family it's mother's day no it's not Mother's Day yesterday in America. Tell your mother. Tell her mother. Everyone's mother. The st statistics on my podcast say that women prefer it to men. I have more female listeners than men, which is weird, actually. I, I would have thought this would be more male-centric, but it, it isn't. Um, so recommend this podcast to the woman in your life. The main woman of your, your life, give her a present, recommend this podcast. Anyway, that'll be it for this week. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I'll be back next week. Uh, what I'm going to do, potentially, is upload a video onto Instagram, the Alphology 2 Instagram, which I think is Alphology underscore 2, of me putting on a jumper that was already inside out.
the only problem is is that with filming because I've only got me <laughs> so I'd have to like set up the camera I don't, I don't know I don't know I, I'll, I'll try and do it so if you go to the Alphology 2 Instagram you might see a video of me putting a jumper on that's inside out um, I'll, I'll try and put it on Twitter and, and Facebook as well but it's just a case whether I can be bothered or not that'll be it I'll talk to you next week goodbye in the bed